But anyway, yeah, back to to money. I'm just trying to think about <laughs> about.、Um, I guess the for me the use of money in in China has changed like greatly since I first got there. I mean, when I first went there in 2015, it was like cash is king. I remember using cash for、yeah. everything. Like I always had、yeah. had like disposable sort of paper money in my wallet to use. You, al- you always need cash in your pocket. Like yeah, no and, nobody, no business ever paid any tax. You know, everyone's cash. <laughs> <laughs> But it seemed like everyone else had a lot of cash over there. I mean, everyone was very like cash rich. It seemed, and there was a lot of disposable income. At least in the experiences that I had,、um, mm-hmm. like when somebody wanted something, they could just buy it. Whereas for me, it took me like hours to contemplate on whether I should spend that five RMB on a coffee or not. You know, so. This,、uh, but now it, it seems like, well, of course everything is now like digitalized. So it's these,、mm. everything is paid for on your mobile phone. I think that's quite a、yeah. big, a big change. It is a huge change. It's a huge change. Like I get reverse culture shock every single time I came home.、Mm-hmm. Especially、so、over the past few years, yeah. Yeah, people are paying tax now. I imagine. Well, they kind of have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why the government. I think that's why the government really pushed for fintech, is because you know, so they can get some real revenue. Yeah, yeah.、Um, but, but it's crazy, you know, because now, now when I get back home, I'm probably the only, the only young person who's still using cash all the time. Like I still, I would still keep cash in my pocket wherever I go. Because I don't have these、uh, fintech stuff on my phone, like I don't have, I don't have barely have any money on WeChat Pay.、Um, I don't have AliPay, and I've only started using, I've only started paying by cars recently in China. So, you know, everything is like people look at me like I'm some kind of alien. Like they look at me like, what the, what the hell? You don't have WeChat Pay? You don't have Anything to pay me on my phone? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> actually, when I went back in in January and tried to use like cash, it, I did get a lot of strange looks, and I think it's become almost completely obsolete, you know, which is strange. I mean, it's happened so quickly in the space of about、It's、so five quickly, years. So quickly, I mean, the、mm-hmm. vendors in the streets who sells like carrots, <clears throat> they have、yeah. like this barcode where you scan and pay them on their phone. Like that's、mm. that's not how it works. Yeah, but that's that's the theory. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for me, I actually quite like. It's very convenient. I mean, it means you never need to carry a lot of money around with you.、Um, I guess it only becomes inconvenient if you if you lose your phone or your phone runs out of battery. But to、you、be honest, it's huge troubles there. Yeah, big trouble. Yeah, I mean, it, it honestly seems like you need your phone for for everything. I mean, I、Pretty、don't、much. think. I don't think there's much you could do there without having your phone. I mean, it's a it's a necessity for all of life, and、yeah. um, I just wonder if that will happen in Europe, though. I mean,、um, perhaps after coronavirus, people will be will not want to use cash. Maybe, but you know, the the good thing about using cash is that it has、uh, it preserves a certain level of privacy there, like. You know, with your phone, your phone pretty much knows your entire history as a person, right? It knows everything about you. So God knows what kind of information you disclose to 
the businesses that you pay or the people that you pay when you scan a code, right? Yeah. And God knows what kind of information you have to input onto your phone when you're trying to register these cards onto these technologies that you have. But yeah. with cash, you don't have to disclose any of that. You just, like, I'm person A, you're person B. I want to buy this product C, and I give you this cash amount of D. And that's it. You know, yeah. Nobody knows who you are, and nobody cares. The transaction is transaction. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. It keeps it confidential and, and strictly t to what it's meant for is uh, business. But when you make a payment on a digital device, it obviously records records the data it, it, you know everything is recorded so and they can also target you again in the future to make you to make you spend more so depending on yeah. your business it could be a good thing depending on your views on privacy it could be a, a negative thing yeah it's true it's true and honestly um sometimes i feel like i find myself in large inconveniences well it's really convenient in a way you know when you when you can just take your phone with you and you don't have to carry around a wallet or anything Mm. And you just buy everything you want. You just go anywhere. And you can even use the subway services nowadays if you have your phone. Like they have a um, they have a thing where you can scan at the shutter so you don't have to take like your Oyster cars or whatever to get in. You just use your phone and there you go. Mm. Um, yeah. But the problem is like, man, it's so weird because I don't really, I think it's because I haven't, been living consistently in China for the past like five years. So my mobile service carrier, they don't really, they, they, they probably see me as a flight risk. Like they don't, they don't give me my service properly, you know, because I, I always use the lowest amount of plan just to keep my number registered <laughs> on their network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I only use, <clears throat> I only use intensively in like very short bursts when I'm here. Yeah. So when I'm actually here, like the, my SIM card never gets updated. And now they're doing like 4G, 5G, and you have to pretty much change your SIM card every other year or maybe even every year just so that you can receive high quality service and you can get good signals everywhere you go. But I haven't updated my SIM card since 2016, maybe. So my 4G is absolutely crap. Like, yeah, I don't have that signal when yeah. I go into the subway, so I can't pay with my phone. There are buildings where, where you have to scan a code just to, uh -huh. just to prove that you're healthy. Like, they have this health check thing on your phone, which is like a coronavirus product, right? Mm. So now nowadays, when you have to go into certain office buildings or certain public areas, you have to show the, the security guards this thing that proves that you've been healthy for the past two weeks or so. And if they don't have great service in that building, you're 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 screwed because you can't get in. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I heard about that actually. The, the the green code that you need to have on your phone, and I think that was mm. um, implemented for expats expats living in there as living in China as well. And I heard uh, I heard a funny story, which was there was a factory like bidding to produce t-shirts with a barcode on it for expats and they would wear these t-shirts okay. <laughs> and walk and walk around and then people could scan the code and check if they have the, <laughs> the green healthy the green healthy outcome <laughs> so oh. yeah that, that that would be something to see i guess but i mean yeah. if they if they asked you to wear it i guess you would you would have to um that's hilarious 
Yeah. And another point is, it's interesting what you just said about phone signal, because that's another difference I've noticed. I mean, when I was there before, I was mm -hmm. so impressed with the coverage, uh, the network coverage. I mean, literally anywhere I went, there was like 4G. So even I was on this road to Mount Everest and there was 4G. Yeah. And I was like, what? you know, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I only have signal in the UK about 50% of the time. Um, but anyway, when I came back in 2020, I, and I got this, uh, someone gave me a SIM card to use. And mm -hmm. there was, li I literally never had any signal. I mean, it was always just cutting out. Um, the 4G was really slow. I wasn't able to use apps like um, DD or you know, the internet in an efficient way. I yeah. mean, it would still work, but it was a noticeable difference um, from before. So what you said about maybe having to have a recent SIM card uh, to get access to the best network is, is probably why that happened. Yeah, it is kind of weird because like you said before, like it used to be great. The coverage was just top notch. Everywhere you go, you, you can even go onto like the, uh, the high-speed rail, right, is racing at like 300 kilometers per hour, and you still get 4G coverage everywhere. And and even you mentioned you you have 4G near like Mount Everest. I think they probably did it for a publicity stunt. But you know you you can get those crazy things. Um, but now it's a bit different. I feel like um, maybe it's just the amount, the sheer amount of people that's living in these mega cities. So it makes the 4G network really cramped up. I'm not really a technology expert. I don't know how it works, but I guess yeah. because too many people can afford 4G nowadays. So that's probably why they start doing 5G. Yeah, yes, 5G I guess so. I mean, I mean, obviously there's so many people and, and that could have an effect on it. I mean, certainly even in the UK, if you go to a, a football match or a concert, you're gonna have problems with your network. And, and in Chinese cities, obviously there is a lot of people grouped into yeah. to one area so i'm sure they probably will implement 5g soon and, and it would have a big difference 